0: Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve and Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look at Whipple. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports.
1: Hey folks, welcome back for another episode of Bold Sports. We're on episode 83. Heath. Heath.
0: That doesn't say Louis Lips to you really. <laughs> Louis Lips, wasn't he 89? He was 83. He was 83? Yeah. I mean,
1: well, Louis Lips was great in the uh, in the 80s yeah. and whatnot. Still is
0: living in Pittsburgh, still lives in Mount Washington, still is part owner of a bar. I used to live in an apartment that was once a business where Louis Lips worked, and we'd occasionally get his mail. Like, mail addressed to him that his like last known business cuz it it was like a it was like a mortgage office. Yeah, yeah. And he'd... um they converted it into an apartment but like we still had the same address so you know. Well, so that, that you know it it's good to know that he was, you know, walking the same weirdly colored carpets as me. Right? And then uh, well, I mean he left yeah. it they they left it in good shape. They didn't they didn't have too many parties at the at the mortgage office. That's good. Well yeah, I mean
1: eighty three in Pittsburgh in the last fifteen years was pretty much Heath Miller. Well yeah. it was a twelve years. Um you know what's funny is uh Jesse James, every time he caught the ball, they would they would yell Heath. Yeah. You know, anytime a tight end caught the ball, this fans in the same would still yell Heath. I mean Yeah. Uh, I think he was a rookie on the 05 Super Bowl team, I yeah. believe. Uh that, that Super Bowl in, in Ford Field against Seattle. So I mean, eighty three is a good number. Yeah. Uh, always. That's usually a tight end. Sometimes a wide receiver. Sure. Um, you know, but that's always uh an offensive, a, a skilled position player
0: number. Yeah. Uh, for sure on that one. Um, but yeah. We've had a couple good ones. Yeah, we've had. That. We've had Louis Lips and we've had Heath Miller. Right. We're waiting for, you know, the next one to step up.
1: Yeah, I, and the Steelers, you know, don't retire a whole lot of numbers. They have two that are retired. Yeah.
0: Um, there's but this, they've also expanded, like... There's some they just don't give out. They they do give numbers in the teens now to wide receivers, so... Yes, they do. You know, it's not a foregone conclusion that there's going to be an 83 in camp every year. No. That could be said for any number, really.
1: Yeah, in camp, there's a lot of double numbers in camp, too. Yeah. If you ever go to camp, you see a lot of, like, double, like, 96s and mm. stuff
0: like that. Yeah. Um, well, Amanda read that thing that there are 91 guys in camp. Yeah, 91 so guys So I know camp. that there are 91, and, you know, maybe not everybody wants to want to go, like, one through 91. Yeah, I can see that
1: one, definitely. I mean, when maybe we, someone will give somebody a watch and get them to swap numbers. <laughs> you know, that does happen a lot. It does happen a lot. I bet D- you jewelers, like, know that.
0: And when they also they like work they work. Well, a lot of like... it is
1: they donate to the other person's uh, charity or whatever. Yeah, it is. it's like uh, nobody wears watches. Like, anyway. like, like, they still wear watches. Trust me, they're I big, know. they're big gaudy ones. Yeah, uh, that's just like. But you got, but you got, uh, you you got guys that are 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 coming out, and like Joe Hayden, when Joe Hayden joined the team, he he didn't get twenty three right away, you know. Yeah. he wore twenty one for the first season. And then whenever Mike Mitchell was gone, he got twenty three you know, uh, which was his number and he didn't want to, you know, he didn't buy it off of them or however those
0: guys do it. I'm sure Mike Mitchell would have had like a, a list of like increasingly like more absurd demands. <laughs> Mike, Mike Mitchell seems like he would have like, you know, how he enjoys like, you know, punishing guys over the middle. Like I think he'd have a similar sort of sadistic streak when it comes to like, I mean, I could be totally wrong, but I don't know. I, well, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to have to do it. That's why I say, you know, just... just, I'll take whatever number you got. I was always... When I played, I was always number
1: nine. Number nine, like Maz. Uh, no, well, I wore number nine because of Maz, um, Ted Williams, and then Roy Hobbs, huh. who is a fictional ca- yeah. character, but he wore yeah. number nine. Uh, even in football, I wore number nine uh, and whatnot. Wow. Who is the number nine? Who are some good number nine football players? Um kickers usually kickers kicker man. quarterbacks <laughs> but
0: it was like the best was was like one of the detmers number nine i think one of the detmers was God, it's so weird it's such a weird it's right. not a weird number like it's a perfect but cube. for, for it's a perfect cube like but some yeah people who are into that you'd think like oh i should i'm superstitious so i'm gonna be number nine all the time yeah but, for yeah. uh
1: i was number there's one season i wasn't number nine because there was a senior that had it uh and i was a freshman seniors. so i, hate, I had I hate seniors. so i had six
0: yeah you know, Which is nine upside down. Yeah. Also, Bubby Brister.
1: Yeah, but I mean that was baseball is different than football. When I was uh, high school football and whatnot, I had number nine and they didn't really care what number you had. Yeah, it didn't matter. No, I mean because yeah. LeVar Arrington wore number nine in high school. Mm. Um, you know, and he was a running back and a linebacker. Well,
0: everybody plays both sides in high school, so not everybody. Not Everybody. everybody I went
1: but... to a small school. We kind of played both ways, yeah. but I, I didn't because I didn't have hands. <laughs> yeah. I was too small for the line. I didn't have hands and I was too slow to be a wide out. I ended up being a linebacker. I think I lined up a tight end a couple
0: times. Could you kick at all? No. <laughs> no. No, not at all. Did That's, you guys have like a specialist kicker or did you just have like We had our quarterback. The quarterback they, they quarterback kicked. Was he a decent kicker? Yeah, or, he was. I mean, he, he could, was kick. Just he he could was like good handle from, a snap. He was
1: good from thirty five and out uh okay you know th- or sorry 35 and in yeah uh anything past 35 but in a high school ball who's kicking 45 yard field goals jim thorpe <laughs> well we were not thought of when jim thorpe was playing right yeah <laughs> nor was i <laughs> yeah. nor but,
0: nor was like the whippy old for that matter yeah, right
1: <laughs> completely um i don't know but we're sitting here we got this cool beer from sheets um because we usually do our beer pickups for the show from sheets but this one is a Sheets collaboration they did with Rusty Rail Brewing, which is out in Eastern PA. It's the coffee hops, so it's um, got some coffee going on in there, nice hop flavor. I get the coffee on the on the initial taste, and then I get the hops in the middle. But the the coffee and the hop dissipates quickly for me on the backside, on the finish. Um, it's decent. It's different. It's a low ABV. It's forty three IBUs. It's, yeah, five point one ABV and Sumatra coffee beans is what this is uh, so it's like the sheets coffee with the rusty rail guys doing the hops and everything it's not bad I mean I, I it's definitely like a one and done or a starter or it's, it's definitely not a finisher yeah you can have one in the middle of like a
0: session but yeah don't drink don't drink this at like the pirate game all day mm. um no you know this. This is like an evening beer. To me, this is an evening beer.
1: Yeah, and it's a Blondale. Yeah, it's a Blondale. It's it's not a big stout or, or a thin. <laughs> it would be a thin stout. And it, you know the flavor is a little thin to me. Uh, that's why
0: we don't usually review beers here. But I'm like, hey, you gotta try this one. It just came out and to that, call that. something coffee flavored is like that 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 has multitudes in it in itself because like coffee can taste like anything that like whiskey or like wine can taste like really. yeah yeah you, you can know, get coffee no, notes in whiskey you can and get wine, berries in coffee and, you can get yeah. wine in your coffee yeah i mean so this is kind of all over the place like i'm you know i drink ipas reluctantly because it's like all the craft stuff is ipa um it's a lot of it is. it's a lot of ipas like i my favorite time of year is like fall and winter when october it's fest stouts. october fest season uh, that season? Mertzen season for, yeah. Like, totally. Um, but, you know, I try a lot of different IPAs, and I would drink this again. And not just because it's a cheats. Um, you know, they have decent selection of things that yeah, I would drink. They really good so, decent selection of stuff. Um, like. But, yeah, I, you know, like, the, the coffee I'm getting is kind of like, it's like a thin, there's almost like a, I'm getting like a little heat almost. Like something peppery going on.
1: Well, that's, the Sumatra coffee typically does have a, uh, have a little bit of a peppery, bite to it. Uh, Amanda's our in-house coffee expert. Of course. Um, I'm the in-house beer expert. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, and everybody's palate's different. You can get something that I don't, and I can get something that you don't. Uh, everybody's palate's different. That's what's, that's what's great about like wine, beer, and whiskey, is no one's really wrong. It's what your palate gets off of it, and if you like it, great. If you don't like it, oh well, somebody else will, or yeah. whatever. That's the best part about it.
0: You ever play with one of those sets with the little testers? Oh, yeah, 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 with wine, yeah, for like, wine school and mm-hmm. beer school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah got that's... all that. I'm terrible at that. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd, I'd rather play you at chess. Like, it's <laughs> just like, you know, like, I'm just like, I don't know, like, pudding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? You're like, what's this you're talking about, acid? What?
0: Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I, I would be afraid to go on Gordon Ramsay's show because, like, the most embarrassing parts for me to watch are the ones where he, like, It's okay that he says your food looks like dog food because dogs eat anything. Like that could mean that your food looks really good. Um, in indeed it does mean it looks really good to a dog. But when he yells at the people that they have no palate, like I don't know how they don't just like curl into a ball and like sleep under the line for the rest of the night. Like, like you know, just basically saying that like your mouth doesn't work right, you chump. You know, Ramsey. Yeah, I get it. Sucks about the Golden Knights, huh? Too bad. Boom!
1: Well, oh yeah, we're just watching the replay of Josh Bell's uh, boomer into the Allegheny River tonight here on ESPN as we're recording, and that's his second splashdown. There's been five splashdowns in PNC Park history. Two of them have come from Josh Bell uh, tonight, and then about a week and a half ago, I think is one of the last his? time he Constantly hit a home run. Receive payments here. Sorry about
0: that. Siri just acts up well, on occasion. Siri, don't worry. I will take the payments. Trust me. I'm good for it I'll cash it tomorrow right but in the
1: meantime uh, speaking about good for stuff uh, the riverhounds uh, the match they had last Saturday was postponed due to weather at about the 45 minute mark
0: with the hounds leading one nil over top of the Memphis 901. I watched it man okay so they they were winning one nil and everybody in the stands just started like running up the stairs. While the, while the match was still going on, because it just started to pour. And it was, like, extra time. It was, you know, the stoppage time in the first half. So they, they played the first half and sent everyone to the dressing rooms. And then it just, like, never stopped raining. And the games have to go 70 minutes to be official. Um, so since they weren't able to, like, get back out on the field for, you know, 25 minutes even... So, you know, it's a postponement, the Riverhounds basically the Golden Count. So that's what they said. The, the
1: two teams will run it back later this season. No makeup date has been set yet. Um, my question is is do they start over from the beginning so the goal is null and void and they're going to play a whole game? I believe so. Like postponed means didn't happen. Okay, cuz suspended would be like they're picking well, because, it back up. Well, because well okay, cuz in baseball they usually postpone a game that hasn't started yet. Yeah. And then if they get to four innings mm-hmm. and it's a rainout, they pick it back up where it was. Yeah, with runners on base, everything, stuff like that, whatever the count was, and then that's where you get a lot of those like rain makeups and doubleheaders, like in like mm-hmm. August.
0: I went um, to one of those when I was a kid. I thought it was so cool. Dude, they're awesome. You just go in that. and it's like, oh yeah, so it's like the seventh inning. Have a seat. Have have some Twizzlers, kid. Get well, sit, sit down. Well, wait, <laughs> it's it's five and a half innings in baseball.
1: Yeah. So, it's it's the away team had to have bat in the fifth inning, and it's a complete game.
0: No, no, no. I mean, I was I was at a game where they, like, picked up a previous game. They, they it played. might have been tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it yeah. had to be tied at that point. Yeah, yeah like, so they they were like, you know, last night's, like, suspended game, was, we'll, we'll run that, we'll finish that, and then we'll have, like, a half-hour break, and then we'll play nine. Yeah. And that was just, like, so cool. Yeah, I've been to a couple of those as well. I've been to a couple of the Twilight
1: Doubleheaders, and I've been to a couple of the, um, so, it, Twilight doubleheaders were awesome because you could, um, you, you got, it was like a five, 5 o'clock first pitch, and then they did like an 8 o'clock first pitch. Mm-hmm.
0: Which is I, impossible the way they played. Yeah, the game yeah, game.
1: right? But the one game I went to, game one went like 14 innings, and game two went 16 innings. Uh, <laughs> we didn't leave Three River Stadium until like 1.30 in the morning. Man. Um, and that was against the Mets, I remember that one. But I've been to a couple of those where like, you know... They're doing a they're doing a six o'clock start to finish up three or four innings from the previous game and then they get into the next game like half hour later uh, which is always fun and awesome to watch
0: I remember going to a game once and I couldn't I looked on baseball reference trying to like guess what year it was but my my memory anyway is that there was a game on the 4th of July at like 10 a.m it sounds crazy I know. But I really feel like I went to like a really insanely early pirates game once and then still like made it to the picnic like out Boys Park. I you know I, I'm gonna have to ask my dad about that one because just... I know I've been to a lot of 1205s 1205, but I think they they started even uh, uh, earlier because it was like the holiday. Maybe it was at like 11. I don't know Would that, that that's a Google question um, but yeah I'm, I'm gonna look that up later. So anyway, rainouts happen in soccer too. We learned.
1: Well, not necessarily they play in rain, but it was lightning. Is That's what exactly it. yeah. Because and it
0: start it started late because of lightning, right? And I, you know, I wasn't that invested in it that I was gonna like pull up the weather map of Memphis. But I would imagine if you had like you would have looked at it and said like, there's probably not gonna. So, so that was my it's question. Not gonna be that a was dry my question. For you. They
1: starting over. they they're gonna start over fresh. Fresh, yeah. So they're gonna start over like the game never even went 45 minutes. Yep. And that nobody scored. It's just fresh game. Yeah. Got it.
0: Yeah. I wasn't sure how soccer did that. Uh, also... USL anyway, that's how they do it. They don't have rainouts in Europe. It's, it's the weirdest thing. Like, they, you know, they, they sometimes have to postpone a game, especially up north and in Scotland, if like, you know, they call it the frozen pitch, you know, because like the, you know, like it's, it's like permafrost. Oh, and, yeah. You know, and you can't, you can't play on it. You can't like cut and run and the ball bounces weird. So like they like but like a lot of the modern stadiums like teams with bigger budgets have like the you know like coiling underneath the grass to keep it heated anyway. So that doesn't really happen. Like Heinz Field. Like yeah. even in Russia, I think they they take like a 2 week break in like the worst part of the winter. But like you you don't hear about games like getting started and then suspended because of like lightning or or having to be like postponed because they couldn't play enough minutes to make them official. Like that's completely an American Phenomenon, as far as I know.
1: And then uh, this Saturday, though, the Hounds have Charlotte Independence at Highmark Stadium, 7 p.m. Um, so we got that going on. And it, that's Is that part of that cup? Is Charlotte part they're, of They're that? part
0: of the regional the, regional, yeah, the regional, round-robin style. Round-robin cup style. Whoever beats whoever else the most.
1: Yeah. And then also, we have a nice weekday match uh, with India 11 Wednesday. This is the third round of the U.S. Open Cup at Highmark Stadium, then the Hounds have a regular season match in Indy against the Eleven Saturday, June first. Wow!
0: So, so that's a lot of Indy.
1: That's a lot of Indy in Wednesday to Wednesday to Saturday that with with two days off. They come to Pittsburgh for the Cup, then they all travel back out to Indy, say Thursday. <laughs> they probably take the same bus, uh, <laughs> or mm, they ooh. fly.
0: No, I, I bet it's buses. I mean, it's not that far. Yeah, Indy's I, only like a five hour drive.
1: Yeah, yeah, five, five is six,
0: something like that. Yeah. So, well, that'll be fun. Like I said, you know, the the cup is important to me still. Like I don't, I, it's it's. Well, yeah, because you
1: can have some MLS teams coming in here. Yeah,
0: and no, not just that. It's it's a chance to win a piece of hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally, you want to be in the playoffs at the Stacking end. Stacking trophies. Yeah, and you know, like it's, poss- it's possible to win two trophies this year. So it'd, it'd be nice to win a domestic double. Didn't they win? Didn't they win three trophies last year? Well, I'm not talking about the like competition trophies, like the, you know, like that's more of like a challenge cup. Well, okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah. like the the actual like you know official trophies. Yeah, the official you know.
1: like the cup trophy and then the USL Cup. And yeah, else. yeah, they
0: didn't they didn't win anything. So. So speaking
1: about trophies and stuff, June 1st is going to be the champions. Um,
0: cup final. Yeah, you UEFA Champions League
1: and that's going to be in Amsterdam? No, that's no, no. In that, that's in that's in uh yeah, Madrid and it's both English teams playing down right. there.
0: We ca- talked about that last week. Liverpool versus Tottenham, man, I just I haven't even started thinking about it yet, but I think I really want Tottenham to win cuz they haven't ever won anything. And like Liverpool is always Liverpool. Liverpool wins a I lot. I mean, th- they don't win everything all the time, but I I've, I've seen them win the European Cup like twice. And, like, I haven't even been following European soccer that long. You know what I mean? So, like, they're fine. Uh, I really wanted to see them win the Premier League because I don't like Man City and because Liverpool hasn't won the English Domestic League since, like, 90. Um, but, yeah, I am just... It's so far off still, June 1st. I mean, it's next week. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get into it. What um, else
1: is up with international soccer?
0: Well, big thing that's going on is the playoff promotion... Uh, I'm sorry, the promotion playoffs to get into the next level like they have like um, if you are in the second tier of English soccer, if you finish first and second, you automatically get promoted to the Premier League for the next year and then they take the three, four, five and six teams and they play like a you know a, a two-legged playoff and then those two teams go on and, and they play like one final game at Wembley for the right to be promoted and that's that's going down um that's like what is that like west brom versus Derby county i think uh it's the most it's the most lucrative match because like the just the amount of money you get just from the premier league tv deal like you know it's it's a bigger prize than like winning the actual championship like in, in terms of like how much revenue you get for your team so like you know that's going down this weekend uh the scottish cup final is on saturday at 10 on bleacher report or espn plus one of those streams um they they announced today that they are not going to expand the next world cup to 48 teams uh they were going to that's in 2022 it's in Qatar and they were going to ask like neighboring countries if they'd be willing to help Well
1: isn't 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 Qatar holding the uh uh
0: World Cup? That's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah. The World Cup in 2022 is going to be in Qatar and they were going to try to have games in Oman and Kuwait. And the, those countries were both like, yeah, we don't really feel like just having this dropped on us at this late stage, so like no, no thank you. And like it's good because I don't want the World Cup to expand. They're gonna they're gonna expand it anyway by the time it comes here. Um, with all with all the host cities, of well, the three well, countries. Well they're
1: having the, the world the when the World Cup comes in twenty twenty four,
0: right? No,
1: it's twenty six. Twenty six. Uh it's gonna be North America. So yeah, right. it's gonna be US, Canada, and Mexico. Most mostly in but the U.S. mostly in the US because yeah. they're playing the big house, they're playing the Rose Bowl. They're playing all those stadiums that hold a hundred thousand people. Yeah, and they're like gonna, Mexi-
0: they're, they're gonna play in Dallas. Yeah, Mexico has the Azteca in Mexico yeah, City. Yeah, Mexico City.
1: Canada um, has this. They have, what's that one field up there the Argonauts play at? Uh, Whatever wait, it is, what well,
0: you, the Argonauts the Argonauts play at the Skydome. Rogers Center. Okay. Um, I would Toronto say, FC has their own field. I mean, it's, but they're looking for like hundred thousand seat stadiums, and Canada has like two or three.
1: But they yeah, don't have like a Commonwealth
0: lot of, Stadium. Is, that's the one in, like, Saskatchewan, I think? Or is it in Edmonton? I think it's Saskatchewan. And then BC Place is pretty big. The one in Vancouver is pretty big. You
1: know, I, I mean, they could probably... Saddledome? Is Dome big enough? They're not going to play
0: a World Cup game in a dome. Uh, okay. They won't even do that in Qatar, where it's going to be, like, 115 degrees. Like, why would they... You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to have a game in Canada in, like, June or July, they, they can play it outside. It'll be okay. I don't know. That's That's so far down the road, like... It's been a pretty dead dead spot of the calendar. Like I didn't even watch the FA Cup final, the English FA Cup, which okay. was Saturday at noon, because I had shit to do. And <laughs> Man City beat Watford six nil. Okay, and you know Man City, like it was historic because they won the treble this year, which is when when you win all three domestic trophies. Um, four? No, did they win all four? No, because they they, they they were going to win four if they got to the Champions League final, but they got eliminated, but, you know, so they didn't... But anyway, like, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and the Premier League. So they got all three, whoop-dee-doo, like, you know. They've also got, like, an unlimited wealth of Gulf Oil money. And I don't mean, like, Gulf Oil Company. I mean, like, the, like, you know, like, the rulers of, like, Dubai. Yeah. And, like, Abu Dhabi, like... So, yeah, like, they're, they're stacked, and they should be. Um... And they're, well, I mean, guy who they have, Vincent Company, he's like, he's kind of over the hill. Like he announced his retirement from Man City. He's going to go play somewhere else, but he's, you know, he's declining. So he's leaving the Premier League and he played for them for like nine trophies or something.
1: Okay, he's going to go ahead and play at a lesser he's league. He's Belgian,
0: so I think he's going to go back there and play. Um, so that was like the only big international news you know if you, if you have a streaming service at your disposal you can you can watch scottish or like second tier english football this weekend um but if you want to watch like the elite you got to wait a week for june 1st
1: yeah june 1st that'll be uh would that be a 3
0: p.m. kickoff for us probably champions league games are usually at like 2:30 2:45 for our time. For for our time, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Around three. Mm-hmm. Around three champions. And that'll be on NBC Sportsnet, I believe. No, that's...
0: No, because um, Champions League is a Turner property this year. So it's either going to be on like TNT or TBS.
1: I swear I watched one at work. It was on NBC Sportsnet during the Champions League, during the, the last couple finals with mm. Tottenham and uh, Barcelona and whatnot.
0: No, cause, no, they, no, because it's like uh, I had to get on the Bleacher Report. Like I've been ta- I've been giving them ten bucks a month since like September, <laughs> so that I can watch all of the Champions League games. Because in the early rounds, like they might show Barcelona like kicking the shit out of somebody, you know, and I'd I'd rather watch Celtic or you know like Tottenham. And it's you know, they they only play them on TNT. They don't they don't do the like ncaa tournament thing where there's games on like true tv and tbs simultaneously right so if you want to watch like your team specifically and not be like held to the whims of the programmers you got to get the you gotta get the the, stream the stream so yep that's that's how it came to pass that i spend fifty dollars a month just on streaming soccer games thank you
1: (laughs) On top of the regular cable bill, on, on top, you know, on top of on on, on top of the HBO Go and Netflix and the Hulu. I guess the that.
0: first step just happened here, though. Like, I feel like I finally came clean that maybe I have too many streams going on. <laughs> it happens. You know what? What's funny is everybody wants to like cut the
1: cord, and then you ask them like, "Well." I'm still paying $75 a month for internet because there's no deal on that if you mm. have just internet. Yeah. Then you have your 10 or $12 a month for Netflix. Then you have your Hulu. Then you have your HBO Go. Then you have your ESPN Plus, all that. And then you're back to a fucking full
0: cable package price point.
1: Yeah. It it, it kind of gets ridiculous at some point.
0: I'm ready to cut Netflix because it's almost as much as HBO anymore. It's like $13 on my last bill.
1: Yeah, we get HBO Go through our phone package. So yeah, lucky for you. We though. have that. Um, but yeah, but you get MLB Network. You get, get MLB. you get the MLB
0: games because of your phone package. I mean, maybe so, it's the Game of Thrones talking, but I feel like I would get a lot more value out of a free HBO <laughs> subscription right now. <laughs> like, I oh, love trust baseball. me. Oh, trust <laughs> me.
1: It's not free. We pay for it, but it just your phone bill. Yeah, it, it's in our phone bill, which yeah. is ridiculous to well, begin they with. All are. You know, yeah. I I I don't know. My parents have like a weak ass phone bill, but I'm like but they have nothing. They don't use their phone to listen to music. They don't do any of that. They pretty much call each other and text each other and call and text everybody else. Huh. Like they're not on their phone like you know, not on Wi-Fi at any point in time. They're not going out for 50-mile bike rides, you know, not you know, listening to music on uh. their on their AirPods.
0: <laughs> you know. I, there's dudes that are like that who are like your parents age though man like, oh i know i see i see so there's some old timers i see oh, dude, on the trail I, got, who I like recognize uh, they're oh out you day. remember
1: gene manger from Penn brewing gene's not that old no he's no he's not that old he's 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 early 50s but like he's out there on a 150 mile bike ride with airpods in mm-hmm. you know he's out doing that stuff
0: on the trails it's fine because like you don't have to deal with traffic like i don't like i don't like being distracted when i'm riding on the streets but, like, I will, I will listen through one of your phone on the trail so I can hear, like, if someone faster is coming or if there's, like, you know, a puppy in distress or something. Yeah, <laughs> puppy in distress. You know? I like See, I got, I'm always looking out.
1: Awesome. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. Uh, while we do that, why don't you listen to what's going on with our friends at Sorgatron Media, which hosts our podcast, as well as several other awesome podcasts as well, like Awesome uh Wrestle Mayhem, Fishing Without Bait, and The Broadcast. And also, don't forget to go to BoldPittsburgh.com and check out the uh, little space, what we all have going on. But down the bottom, Jenny Lee Bakery, they have partnered with us. And everybody loves the Jenny Lee Simmons swirl bread, as well as other artisanal breads that they have going on as well. So we'll be back in just a few moments. And we'll get back into uh, Section 2 here at Bold Sports, the Heath, Episode 83. Louie Lips. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions, no holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we're back for our next edition here going on. So, Matt, did you watch some of the uh, PGA championship?
0: I, you know what? I watched a little bit on Saturday. Until I realized that I was missing the Preakness, but it was like you know, just the all the like pre horse walking around. Dude, stuff. I didn't see any of the Preakness. I don't even know who won. The Preakness was amazing, dude. A horse threw the rider right out of the gate, <laughs> and I couldn't take like it was just lagging, but it, it kept running the race, and like it wasn't like in the pack, but it was like running free. It just looked like it was having so much fun, man. Like, I wanted it to win so bad. I was, like, and then, like, they, like, on the final stretch, they have the outrider that, like, comes and tries to, like, corral it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it, was it it, like, finally, like, tucked in to the point where it got, like, too close to the other horses. So, like, this, like, woman in, like, the the black riding cap with, like, the red coat, you know, like, she had to, like, you know, like, go away. Like, never mind. Like, you got to just, you know run your race buddy yeah i didn't it get, was, i mean I, the I, jockey I, wasn't hurt okay the jockey wasn't hurt but the horse like i mean wouldn't that be amazing they'd obviously disqualify it if you throw your rider the yeah, horse is disqualified the horse but like the uh, imagine the outroar after last after the kentucky derby with the like 25 minute replay review and yep. then the next race that people care about if they had said like Sorry, the horse that won doesn't count because it didn't have a I did see any back. of the Preakness. I'm glad you got to see some of it. <laughs> I've, ne- uh, no. I've, I've never seen a race where that, like, the whole... And I, I mean, maybe I did, but I just wasn't paying attention because it was, like, some lesser stakes race on some, like, sleepy backwater track in, like, December. But for, like, a horse at the Preakness to just run the entire race and apparently kept running after the race was over and did, like, a second lap. Nice. So, like, yeah, Preakness was, like, on point for me. And then most of the golf I got to see was on Sunday. Like I watched like the last three holes.
1: I watched uh, Thursday uh, before work. I watched Friday before work. I watched Saturday all day at work, and I watched at work, of course, Thursday and Friday as well. Once I got to work, Sunday I was off, and I watched all morning through Bruce Kepka, uh, Brooks Kepka teeing off, watched the first three holes Kepka had, then I went and cut the grass (laughs) and I'm like I got some time and then I went and cut the grass I kept checking my uh, instant messages from ESPN about it and then I came back in and he must have took a long time to play or I got my grass cut quicker than I thought because I came back in on hole 13 and I went out when he was teeing off on three
0: yeah so i only missed 10 holes of Kepka anyway well you got that you got that power drive shaft system going with your your new mower man hey uh, you know you're it get faster
1: it helps a little bit but not as you're much also
0: as... in form, dude like this is like what you're like your third third mower of the season fourth mow uh, of the season fourth
1: six sixth. i just said six yeah. wow
0: um, I'm trying to keep up with it I don't want to
1: I love Mount Lebanon man They'll cut me out of here If it's over six inches long Okay
0: so I I let my front get bad (laughs) Because like I just didn't feel like doing I did like the back Your front yard's as big as my coffee table I know but I let it get real bad I let it get real bad And then it started raining And I just couldn't get like It it rained like four days in a row Yeah So So, Yeah
1: yeah. I'm I'm sitting here with that And I'm like So I went and cut And it was dry Grass was dry Second time I got to cut it this year It was dry which which was awesome. That helped mm-hmm. cut it quicker. Yeah. Um, it smells better it, too. But yeah, and then um, so I came back in and watched. Brooks Koepka was the first wire to wire leader of the PGA uh, Championship since 1983. Hal Sutton won at Riviera Country Club in L.A. Um, this year, Beth Page Black. Uh, the course was tough, thick, cranky, annoying, damp. Um, you talking about me? <laughs> But uh, I mean, to put it like well, Tiger Woods didn't make the cut. Um, you know, there's a bunch of people that didn't make the cut, uh, especially when Kepka. You know, the cut was at minus twelve on day two. So yeah, there's that. Um, and then uh, Hal Werner the third was in the final group at minus five. Uh, he teed off with Kepka at the two fifty one tee time. And um he finished at plus eleven. So he started the final day minus five and finished at plus eleven. Yuck. That is ridiculous. That's called moving, man. Uh the wrong direction. <laughs> There's the one hole. He had like a nine. He was like in the woods, lost the ball, this, that, and the other thing. I feel you, man. That's like we've been there. We've all been there. Dude, I shot an eight on number on number ten at fucking Hickory Heights on Monday. And I, I recovered after that. But I mean, it always sucks starting off on a downhill, dog leg left, 600 yard par five. When you get around the bend, there's a pond up the right side. You know, that's always fun. Dustin Johnson, though, did make it ish interesting down the stretch. Um, it was um, Kepka bogeyed four holes in a row, DJ birdied three holes in a row. They got to within one stroke. Kepka teed off with a minus 12 lead. And at this point, I think it was DJ was at minus eight, and Kepka was at minus nine. Uh, DJ ended up bogeying another hole. Kepka, Kepka parted it, part out. Then he got a birdie and DJ bogeyed one. So, they still only finished, they finished two stroke, one stroke apart. Because Kepka actually bogeyed, uh, 18. He had a two stroke lead going up to 18. And he finished with a one stroke lead. Yeah, when he
0: hit his, when he hit his first shot, like into the thick, oh, yeah. thick stuff. My, uh, my dad, I was watching with my dad because we were at, uh, my, my nephew's first birthday party was Sunday. And it's great because like the the older kids are like they want to watch TV all the time now you know they're at that age, and it's like you can't watch TV you got company, you know. But right, then right. when my dad shows up he's like, he's why is there golf tournament? He's on? privileged company because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like grandpa right. So he like pops in and just turns on the TV and he's just like they're so annoyed that I'm watching golf and they can't be watching like their shows and I'm just like fuck <laughs> You know like I I, kinda, I came to love that. And that's that's maybe you know like the first golf I ever really watched ever was like at like family dude, at family how, dinners when like dude, all the old dudes that's are watching how golf I got that's dinner. how
1: I got to love sports and golf and baseball because I grew up at my grandparents house a lot yeah and that's all grandpa watched mm-hmm. baseball football hockey golf whatever was on yeah was my my
0: family was always either at my parents house or my aunt my, my,
1: my great uncle rich he would come over my mom and dad's house and stuff he'd be like oh my ball game is on <laughs> Yeah, we were over. We had family over one time. There's like 20 people at my mom's house. Uncle Rich shows up. I'm like, "Hey, Uncle Rich, you care if I put the baseball game on?" I was like, Why is it on already?
0: Like, <laughs> Got it. You're yeah. on. Click. There um, it is. You know. So yeah, like so that was so that was it. Like, and it was it was cool to watch. So I was always, always take advantage of those those moments to like watch sports with your elders. You know, yeah, people, yeah. people you came up with, and certainly your dad counts as someone you came up with. Right? My dad's
1: not a huge sports guy, so it was always my grandfather, yeah. and, like my great uncles and stuff. My mom's. a Big sports person, so I had that going
0: on, but anyway, when my when, when Brooks Kepka hit his first shot on 18, my dad's like, Oh, he's screwed, yeah, you know, and then <laughs> it looked like you know, where's there's gonna be some drama, but you know, that part of the drama is of golf is like saving your ass, mm-hmm. and he did, he did save
1: his ass quite well, it was good. Um, so Kepka got moved into number one in the world now, mm. he is a um. Four out of the last majors, he's won. He won two back-to-back U.S. Opens and two back-to-back PGA Championships. I think he's the odds-on favorite going into the Open Championship and whatnot coming up. Which the Open Championship is in June or July. It's usually in July. July, and it's at Royal. Uh, it's at Royal uh, Port. Portrush in Northern Ireland oh, uh, oh is where that is. Um, huh. So they got deal... weird. Why
0: are they having the British Open outside well, of Britain? It's the
1: Open Championship, and they use it. They use the British Isles: it's Scotland, Britain, Wales, and Ireland.
0: Ireland's not a British Isle, though. Ireland's an Irish Isle. It's called yeah. Ireland
1: half of it's on the island of great britain no
0: it's six counties and (laughs) you know the border is bullshit and i just watched in the name of the father like two weeks ago so like i'll fight you (laughs) just yeah (laughs) no worries we're not there's there's no shortage of daniel day lewis movies that like can get me wound up so yeah let's fight no i'm just kidding uh yeah fine i Uh, I hear they have nice golf courses in in, in ireland yes uh,
1: this week, though, Fort Worth Invitational at Colonial Golf Course in Texas. That's Fort Worth, obviously, uh, outside of Dallas there, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, I, I don't know how many big names are playing out. I didn't see the pairings yet because uh, usually the week after major, you don't have, like, Mickelson and Tiger and all those guys, Rory and all those guys playing. Um, but, I mean, we'll see what happens. It, it's still PGA Tour Golf. It's still fun to watch. I know I'll be watching some tomorrow. Um And also Friday and Saturday and Sunday, because that's just what I do. Um, And it annoys the show of Amanda, and she's like, are you watching golf again? I'm like, yeah, really, I am. Um, She's like, fine, I'll put my headphones in and get some work done. Cool. Yeah. Um, Maybe if I get bored, I'll go mow the lawn, okay? But yeah, I'm watching golf. Yeah, the the lawn will probably get mowed on Friday. I'm actually scheduled off work Friday, and there's not a decent shift to pick up yet, so I'm working We'll see. It's, it's supposed to rain any day, every day yeah. this week. There's a chance every day. It's how it always is. Welcome to Pittsburgh, uh, for real, man. So a little bit more on the PGA Championship. You got John Daly played the PGA Championship with a cart due to his osteoarthritis. Um, he heard some cheers and jeers on Thursday and Friday. Um, he had a bare bones cart. They gave him like a cart with no canopy. Mm. <laughs> And like one bag rack, that was it. That's all he needs. You know, head right. the glove box and whatnot. And then um he still had uh, he still had room for his two packs of smokes, and his big Diet Coke, and his McDonald's bag. He averaged two ninety off the tee, two putts, one cig and a diet coke
0: per hole. That's terrible. <laughs> he has a plus applied... Especially the Diet Coke. Like a cigarette, like a cigarette a hole is actually better for you than a Diet Coke a hole, I think. Right. Um, then you
1: have, uh, he applied to use a cart at the open championship at Royal, uh, Portrush in Northern Ireland, uh, because he is allowed to play that because he's a past champion. Same reason why he can be 90 years old and go out and play the PGA championship go out and play the open championship because he's a past champion. He's got lifetime exemption from that. Um, he said he really enjoyed playing. He, He really liked using the cart, but he had to even after playing his his knee was all still swelled up and so forth and the doctors won't let him get a knee replacement they say he's too young for it. Uh, he's 53. I guess that's kind of flattering in a way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you
1: know? Uh Amanda always likes to mention John Daly's pants because they are does, have of, does have some He does have some phenomenal golf wear mm. with his pant selection. They're always bright colors and Different designs and everything else like that. It's always fun watching the PJ Father Son tournament when his kid's out there mm. with him and his kid is like a mini version of him and he's like fourteen.
0: Yeah. Dude, he's just living his best life, man. Mm. I mean, yeah. He is. Yeah, you know, he's 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 a legend. That's He's fun. a legend.
1: There was a period of time he lost his PGA card, and he was out in the, like the parking lot of the Masters, like selling T-shirts and shit, mm. and like going to like driving ranges and like betting guys they they can't outdrive them and shit for like five bucks a ball or some shit.
0: Hey, speaking speaking of guys who are like outside of their sport, like remember that memorabilia collection that we saw at the convention center with the Pete Rose ball? Yeah. Do you know Albie was there later that day? Did you see that Albie Oxenrider was on the news? That's awesome. Did a, did a whole story where he like interviewed that that dealer and like showcased all of his merchandise. And I was like, hey, I saw that today. <laughs> I was like, that looks really familiar. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I saw
1: Albie Rocks a writer. He did a thing where like I saw it on Twitter. He uh, was actually at a signing where Pete Rose was at, and they each took their own batting stance. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like uh, it was a different thing, but yeah, like he's you know. He's like, I don't know why I didn't get uh as many hits as Pete Rose, like we have a very similar stance. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. It's like, yeah. Albie.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know, I saw in the one article I read about John Daly, there was a bunch of like young high school kids that went and like jumped in his cart and got pictures. Oh yeah of him and like John Daly's cart while he's like putting off the green and shit. And I then all and then someone like selfieing with him and whatnot, and then he's just like driving down like in the rough with like a cigarette, like, What's up guys?
0: <laughs> you imagine if someone had jumped into Ted Williams's golf cart at the All Star Game. Oh God! We got her ass beat, dude. Ted, by Ted yeah, Williams by himself. Ted Williams himself. And if not Ted, then like six roided up Boston dudes who were what like, was, nobody
1: touches that guy. What, what? What? What year was it? Was that two thousand? That was Big Big Mac was still in there. So was that ninety? Because
0: oh.
1: McGuire won the home run derby.
0: Was that like... The the steroid home run year was 98, 99. Was that 98, Yeah. It was ninety. It was 98. 98
1: was the steroid home run year. Yeah. With Sosa, Maguire, and that was the 61. Mm -hmm. That was the 61 home runs. Um, But I... I, What was that fucking All-Star game at Boston? I want to say 99, maybe 2000. um, That it was there, yeah. Because 2004 was in Pittsburgh. Mm. And that was... um, Big Poppy won the Home Run Derby in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh,
0: with that, I mean, he put so money in the Allegheny river. Oh, dude, that was a fun—you know, I didn't go to that All-Star game, but I went to the parade, which they had just started having. And that's, like, a really cool event because it doesn't cost any money to go to. And, like, you can get right up close to personal and, like, see, see the guys on the floats. Like, I was—I went with my buddy. We were hanging out. Bet some nice Red Sox fans and some nice Yankee fans, and we were kind of like a buffer— between the like two groups as they were they were like kind of like sniping at each other playfully but just like sniping back and forth and uh you know like the the difference between the red sox fans and the yankee fans was that the yankee fan like told me that like you know he was the one who had to like rub it in that the pirates could have kept bonds if they really wanted to yeah you know and it's just like ah you know you don't understand how it is man not every team is owned by a steinbrenner (laughs) respectfully (laughs) like yeah. <laughs> let me just point this out to you. Like if Steinbrenner owned the Pirates, then yeah, we would have kept Barry Bonds, I'm sure. But yeah, that's a lot of fun. Like you know any any free event where you get to see like the best baseball players coming by in a parade. That's yeah, and like, and, like it's awesome. love parades. And, and fireworks. And fireworks. Yeah. Someone was shooting off fireworks last night. <laughs> I think it might have been election related. I swear to God, I think I, I think I think the people from like the Brookline School Board election were like shooting off fireworks. <laughs> it's it's the only thing that the only thing that makes any sense to me.
1: Well, speaking of fireworks, you had the NBA. Uh, the Warriors would go four-no over top of the Trailblazers to move on to the finals. They're waiting their opponent between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Raptors, which that series is two-two after the Raptors won Game Three and Four. And that was basically because Kawhi Leonard put the team on his back and whipped some ass. I don't have the stats on game four, but th- game three, Kawhi Leonard played 52 minutes, 36 points, five or nine rebounds, five assists, several block shots, and steals throughout there. Uh, I watched the game briefly last night uh, while I was at work. It was on, and I was kind of busy, so um, didn't get to see all of it. But I know Leonard was all over the court again. Um, Drake.
0: Drake was all over the court Drake's too. Drake's
1: all over the court <laughs> because he's Drake. And he can. He's, he has his own little okay. like three seats in between the scorer's table and the announcer's table, right? It's kind
0: of fun because it's Cause like. The,
1: and the whole first five minutes of the game, everybody at the bar was like, hey, is Drake in his seats yet? Nope, not yet. Drake's not there yet. Well, Jake showed up and then all of a sudden. He's all over the court. Like I think he's they ever at... talk about that, like Miami Hurricanes rule that they put in in like the eighties because like all the, the Miami celebrities were going to the Hurricanes because like game. Luther Campbell had to be on the sideline. yeah Luther Campbell had to be on the sidelines and then there's so many other people and there and... were
0: too many people on the sideline
1: yeah so they put that they're, they're they're like but Drake pays for the seats they just happen to be courtside yeah but you can't be like harassing
0: he... the the game you know what I mean
1: yeah, I mean he was harassing the Greek freak like no tomorrow okay get but... it. Spike
0: Lee does it in it's, New York. That's that's why it's such a slippery slope because like that's part of NBA lore. I mean like Reggie Miller, you know, hitting all those three-pointers and then running past Spike Lee and doing the like the fake like move. fake like ironic Jack choke. Jack Nicholson at the Lakers game. Well, that's what I like about Drake doing like I'm not I'm 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 still not sure ultimately what I think they should do about Drake, but just the fact that there's a guy who's like a celebrity fan who doesn't remind me of like my imminent death. Like because Jack Nicholson, like every time I look at the guy, I'm just he's he's had an awesome life, but like it's wrapping up. And like Drake is like Drake has not quite reached the mountaintop yet, I don't think. So like, no. I, I want to see somebody wilding out having fun. He does know. the same
1: thing at the Kentucky Games because he's a Kentucky fan. Well
0: that that's I hate that. That's obnoxious. Like why would you be a Kentucky fan? Like that sounds just sounds like front running. Like when he's a Toronto fan, hes he's there for his hometown. And that, like, I have respect for that, you know? He has a thing with Coach Cal.
1: That's what it is.
0: That makes no sense.
1: Like, why? Because he follows Coach Cal around. He was at the Memphis games. He was at the UMass games. Well, really? No, he wasn't at UMass, but he was at Memphis. Was he at, was he at the Sewell Center that night that they lost to Bobby <laughs> to Mo? Bobby Mo, Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but... When they won a national championship, fucking Coach Cal gave him a goddamn national
0: championship ring for supporting Kentucky. Yeah, I mean, well, he's a rapper. That's awesome that like Coach Cal's allowed to give like gaudy rings to Drake, but like if he buys a Big Mac for his players, like you know they have to vacate their wins for the year. Like that's that's awesome. That's really that's a really good system they got there.
1: Yeah, well, we know the NCAA is horrible, terrible. Um, but uh, but yeah, so the other cool thing is is the Warriors. Blazers game, um, the Curry brothers exchanged jerseys. Yeah, I mean, I got to see that. That
0: was that the cool. dumb? You know what the dumbest thing was about that was the like, the just the parents, like, Del Curry is a professional NBA analyst. Like, I'm sure he loves both his sons equally, but like, he had to know that Portland had no. Chance oh, there's no in that that shot series. in hell.
1: No shot in hell whatsoever.
0: I mean, seriously, like you you got to say the right thing for like the audience for the when the when they stick a microphone in your face and say like which son do you love more like essentially <laughs> you got to be diplomatic well i mean like, that's like the stalls um i mean the stalls all played on like good teams at, one at po- the same time yeah yeah
1: yeah but two of them have a stanley cup and one doesn't or or two of them have a stanley cup and two don't at one point in time there was an all stall line at uh in carolina yeah we had Eric Eric, Jordan, and Jared. And then Mark played with the Rangers forever. Mark's the one without the cup. Well, because he played for the Rangers forever. Yeah. See how yeah. Um and then <laughs> uh Jared I don't know if he's even in the NHL. Like he might be in the minors somewhere. I haven't still. heard about him in a while. I haven't heard about him in a long yeah. time. And then of course Eric got traded somewhere else and then Jordan's Eric's got, in Minnesota. And then Jordan's down in Carolina still. Mm-hmm. What's well, funny they have a little compound down there. Like, mom and dad live on the corner.
0: Where? In Carolina? In Carolina.
1: Yeah, down in Raleigh-Durham. Uh, so, like, mom and dad live on the corner. And, like, there's Jordan's house and then Mark's house. And on the other side of the corner is, like, Jared's and Eric's house. Nice. Like, they have a little little compound down there. That's uh, really cool. Speaking about the NHL, we got the Boston Bruins. Punch their ticket to the Stanley Cup Finals 4-0 over top of those canes. Um, they were awaiting their Western Conference opponent, and last night that came true
0: with the St. Louis Blues winning four games to two. on
1: top had, of the, the, the as
0: They had the Blues on the ropes twice in that series. Yeah, yeah. And the Blues did.
1: Yeah, everybody's excited about the Blues. Boston being a team. Of destiny, I, I'm excited for the Blues. Uh, here's the—they like bo- have to
0: know that the entire country has their back.
1: Boston's Boston Except has too much. Boston. Boston has too much time off. They won too quick. They waited four or five days before the Western Conference It's not healthy. Wrapped up. And then now they're not starting to send a cup finals till Monday. And they and they it's kinda and Wednesday. they kinda cruised and
0: they kinda cruised through
1: their series. And also, did you see that fun little stat? Um, in the Eastern Conference, the team that moved up and won, except Boston, because they didn't lose Tampa Tampa Bay went Got swept And then Carolina moved on mm-hmm. And what It worked out to where like The Islanders swept the Pens Then the, then the Islanders got swept by Carolina mm-hmm. The Blue Jackets swept Some got, The Blue Jackets swept Tampa Swept Tampa then Boston, they, swept the Boston swept the Blue Jackets Boston swept the Blue Jackets Carolina uh, The Caps got The Caps got swept uh, So like the 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 team that the team that won on a sweep went on the next series and lost on a sweep yeah except except Boston I think I don't think they won every game but
0: I they're due though
1: I, they're I, due, I, due for they're it due. they're <laughs> due they're they're not due to get swept but they're due to Tugarask
0: is on fire he's on
1: fire but and he's not the hot much goalie time. wins the championship the hot goalie wins the championship and and Tuka Rask, if you look at him he looks like uh, Billy Noonan Billy Noonan.
0: Billy Noonan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean Danny Noonan? Danny Noonan, sorry. Yeah. Wow,
1: where would Billy come from? Yeah, he looks like Danny you, Noonan. You're,
0: you're conflating Billy Madison, which yeah. is like Adam Sandler's non-golf yeah. movie, right?
1: With with Caddyshack. <laughs> with, with with um, yeah, he looks like Danny Noonan, man. I mean, he's like, no, 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 no. It's like, yeah, you know, uh,
0: he's not he does a... he does have that like fresh-faced boy look. He does, and like he's been around a while. Mm-hmm. And they, they're talking about, like you know, his his performance rivals that of Tim Thomas in in Bruins lore. You know, I'm I'm Tim you, Thomas was pretty damn good for a while, and Tuka Rask is pretty damn good for a while. But he's had some, you know, he had, I think he's had some bad playoff series in the past that made people wonder if he was like the the answer in Boston, but not now. And they've they've had a good team all year. Uh, they they were like favorites last year going into the playoffs if you remember like they were yeah they were they, they were they were i mean Tampa was slightly better overall points wise but like that that northeast division was like much better than the Metro last year and you know ended up with like Washington coming and winning the cup so you know now the metro was the best division and maybe the you know the the champion comes out of the northeast I don't know I hope not because like I said, you know, last week and two weeks ago, I think, like, I'm on board with the Blues. Um, they've been around as long as the Penguins, and they never won a cup.
1: Yeah, uh, they were, okay, Boston Bruin, Boston Bruins, St. Louis Blues, Stanley Cup Finals, 1970.
0: Yeah, that was a famous Bobby Orr goal, mm-hmm. where, where he, you know, scored the game-winning goal and then dove through the air, and they got that great picture of him. And it's now in bronze. And he's parallel, yeah, and they made a statue of it. He's, you know, he's diving through the air with no regard for how he lands, you know. And, um, yeah, like, that. Like they just showed that on SportsCenter. Like, you know, I don't know if it ever really, I don't think I ever even bothered to, like, look at the logo on the jerseys of the other team. Because the iconic photo of the guy in the Bruins jersey diving through the air, to me that's really all that matters. But, like, yes, like, they are wearing blues jerseys. And that was the last time they were in the finals. It was 1970. So that was 49 years ago? Yeah. I think it's about time that they get their comeuppance. These, these cocky, high-flying Boston Bruins, what with their defensemen who skate forward and, and in attempt to affect and, the you offense. Know, and
1: everybody is just sick of Boston. For real though, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sick of the Red Sox. I would, I love watching the Red Sox play well and go on and win games. They're above 500 now, but you got it, that going. Finally, for you. and it, but now you got, you know, I mean, the Patriots won six since 2001. You have the Patriots won six, the Red Sox have won four, the Bruins won one, and the Celts won one. Yeah. So that's ten. That's 12
0: championships since 2001. It's 19 years. The Bruins are my second least favorite Boston team. Because of the the just... They're, the people who follow them and, and cover them are just very irrational. I, and very, like... They're kind of cocky. Irra- yeah, they are. Like, Patriots fans, like, have the... They have a lot to back up their cockiness. A lot more than the Bruins do. But you wouldn't know it to hear it. You know, my... And that's not just coming from me. Like, I... I, I, I talked last week about my friend who lives in Boston who came to the same conclusion. And then in just the past couple days, I heard Charlie Pierce, a sports writer, talking about Bruin's fans and and he also said that that, that they're kind of unhinged a little bit sometimes. So it's not just me.
1: No, it's not just you. There's a lot of people uh, and like if
0: you fun. if you like I'm just saying like I hate to say that like I don't have any personal grievance against people in Boston. But in terms of sports, like, they are rivals, very strong rivals of Pittsburgh teams in the past, like, 20 years. And, um, yeah, like, I, I feel like the Bruins fans have kind of, like, tested my patience one too many times, and I hope they lose.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm all in on the Blues, because, you know what, once the Pens are out, the only team in the East I would have liked to have seen going on a win is the Islanders. Yeah. um, And then not just because they beat the Pens, but... Just because they haven't done shit in years, and they finally got Trotz in there, and he's doing great things for that team with very little star power. Yeah. Um. You know, they wouldn't have bothered me if they would have went on to the finals. Um. Then I started like focus on the West. I'm like, all right, uh, who am I rooting for in the West? Anyone? <laughs> uh. But yeah. Uh. Stop back. We'll check back to basketball real quick. Did you see what happened today? There's a new head coach. Yes, at the University of Michigan, Jawan Howard.
0: Jawan Howard. It's awesome. Who, when, they, um, when it's uh, the headline just said Howard is new Michigan coach. And yeah, I was just like, that's got to be. Does Juwan? that mean Jawan Howard? And I like dragged my mouse over the headline and read like the tiny little thing at the bottom, and it's like, oh yeah, Jawan Howard. Cool. Um, so
1: Jawan Howard, of course, uh, Michigan Fab Five, 91, 92, uh, That area with. With uh, Chris Webber, uh, Jimmy King, Jawan Howard, um, Ray Jackson, Ray Jackson, and I always forget the fifth. Chris Webber? No, I just said Webber. Webber,
0: Howard, Jackson. Oh, uh, Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose. Jalen Rose.
1: Yeah. Um, and um, so you had that going on, and Jawan Howard is really—he's the only one in the Fab Five that has won a championship ring of any type. Mm. And it took him until his, what, 18th season when LeBron went down there with D. Wade and Bosh down in Miami, and he was mm. a bench player at that point in time. Yeah. Then then he won a couple more with Miami because he rolled into a uh, a bench coach with Miami, and he was an assistant last year at Miami, and then now he's going to Michigan to be Michigan's head coach, bringing one of their own back. You know how Michigan brings their own back. Yeah. I mean, uh, look at the fucking Harbaugh. I mean, he he's going to be up there for a while.
0: I think Jim Harbaugh would have, like, made them take him back eventually. <laughs> Even if they yeah. hadn't, like, interviewed him. Yeah. He would, he would have just, like... Raised showed up, raised and, like a small army, and just like taken would he, over. He the would just showed girls. up
1: at the big house and been like walked on the sidelines. Like I'm coaching today. Give me that clipboard. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm but more ju- intense. I'm more intense than you, so, so, sir. So now I got to look at this and be like, all right. So is Jawan Howard going to go ahead and call some of his boys and be like, hey, you want to come back and be bench coaches, assistant coaches? It wouldn't be a bad decision. I, I mean, Jalen Rose, he's kind of cushy at ESPN. Yeah, he's got a job. He's got a good job. Chris Webber's
0: got a job. Chris. What's Chris Webber's job? He's an analyst. For, who's he with now? Turner. Oh, he's with Turner. Right. And, and he does NBA games. And you know Jimmy King. King heard. Chris Webber's pretty
1: good. Nobody's heard from Jimmy King for so a while. So you
0: what? You send him out recruiting?
1: Uh, I, I don't know. You know what he's doing? Yeah, who he knows? Might be like yeah. Chris Webber's the only one out of that group though that doesn't talk about anything in the Fat Five. He like stays quiet and hides in the corner.
0: Well, he it. did the worst thing ever, man. Well, he did. I mean, it sucks, man.
1: It sucks. He called
0: timeout when there weren't any timeouts.
1: There was other stuff on top of that. I've watched the whole, like, ESPN 30. You have, I haven't. There's more than that. The
0: article I read pointed out that, like, Jawan Howard was never, like, personally implicated in the scandal. I really don't give a shit at this point. You know what I mean? Like, he's... He's gonna, like, have opportunities to do wrong. Like, you know... Pretty sure Rick Pitino never played on, like, a major team that had all its wins vacated but he still found a way to become so corrupt that he's not allowed to coach anymore so like you know whether or not you like were involved in something as a player shouldn't shouldn't affect you know your higher ability as a coach like what does affect juan howard's you know coaching career is the fact that he's coming from miami which is like a really good like organization the way that you know pat riley is a legend I mean, he pretty much like built the program. Yeah. Um, You know, Eric Spolstra started out as like the video guy and worked his way up. You know, Jawan Howard came there, you know, as a veteran. Like, they had good veterans on those teams. They did. Like, everybody, everybody talks about, you know, LeBron and D Wade and Chris Bosch, but like their bench guys were like super important to, you know, the, their success. Yeah. In, I mean, Jawan
1: Howard wasn't getting 15 minutes a game,
0: but I mean, yeah. he was. Getting in there, um, I mean, if you told me in like '93 that there would be a team in Miami that has like Juwan Howard and Alonzo Mourning, yeah, and, and sometimes Shaq, well, <laughs> and also some guy who like you're not going to hear about for a few years, but he's just gonna like skip college and become like a rival to Jordan, well, I'd be like, I, cool, was man.
1: Alonzo Mourning still on that team with that? They wanted, mm-hmm. that they won the championship with, yeah, wow, yeah. I didn't realize that. That's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, I've been to two NBA games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the only regular season NBA game I ever went to was the Miami Heat and Orlando Magic when I lived in Florida. Oh, wow. And that was like Penny Hardaway. Nice. Um, Penny, Penny Har- Smith? So it was after Shaq left. Oh, wait, no, Nick Anderson. So it was after Shaq left to go to L.A. mm mm-hmm. And then he had Penny Hardaway was on the, the Magic. I mean names I remember Penny Hardaway was on the Magic and Charlie Ward
0: was on the heat. Charlie Ward. And oh, then man. so was Pistol Pete Gonzalez. I bet as a Notre Dame fan you were really excited to see Charlie Ward and Pete Gonzalez. <laughs> like it's like so I watched an NBA game and
1: I got this guy I watched this whole college football career and this other guy I watched this whole college football career and he won a Heisman trophy he's playing NBA basketball uh, whatever well, but you know I, I, yeah it was it was in Orlando and it was it was Magic Heat and I'm like cool awesome and then the other other NBA game I went to was Knicks Bulls at three at uh, Civic Arena nice uh pre-season, it was season exhibition game pre-season
0: yeah. exhibition yeah. yeah that was about it that's awesome i wish i had gone to that i, that I was went, in like I went 90, to rockets it was in like 96 i saw barkley
1: yeah seeing barkley's good I got to see Jordan, Ewing, Pippen, all those guys in the Knicks and the Bulls in 96 for all of about five minutes. Because that's all they played. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. No. <laughs> Rodman. You know, yeah, they, they're they're
0: going to make the team.
1: Yeah. so like,
0: Pretty sure they're going to make it. It's
1: like going to the first preseason game in the NFL. Like, mm. you ain't seeing dick. All right, folks. We're going to go ahead and take a break right now. Come back and we're going to go strictly straight Pittsburgh sports uh listen to what's going on with our friends at sorgatron media studios in beachview and also um check out boldpittsburgh.com a lot of good stuff going on over there amanda puts a lot of work into that um and uh different restaurants and bars and also different uh she went to like phipps conservatory and stuff like that i I don't know if that's up yet but it it will be soon if it is isn't already we'll be back in just a few moments all right folks let's talk tech Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net.
0: All
1: right, folks, and we're back for our final segment here on the 83rd episode of Bold Sports with the Louie Lips and Heath episode going on for you. I added the Louie Lips in for you. so Thanks. That way you didn't have to, like, chime in.
0: Sorry, it just occurred to me what next week is. Eighty four, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it next week. I can't wait. (laughs) It's gonna be lit. Yeah, hashtag lit. There's gotta be. We'll find someone else.
1: Yeah, I know. There's (laughs) gotta be. Somebody was. There's gotta be a good eighty four somewhere. It sucks.
0: Sorry to be a downer, folks. The Steelers are still going to be decent next year. Don't worry. The
1: Ste- yeah. Uh, the, the Steelers are looking right now as like the team to like watch. Um, they are currently in the midst of OTAs, um, second round of OTAs. Uh, they had their um, uh, they had their um, rookie mini camp and so forth and whatnot. Uh, they're in their second round of OTAs. Um, ben Roethlisberger showed up for OTA So did Juju better. So did Cam Hayward So did all the rest of the guys um, And whatnot. Um Katie Pomp Sat down with an interview Like he does every year With Big Ben uh, Ben talked about his contract extension um, Which he said You know um, Because Katie Pomp Pomp asked him He goes look He goes are you going to retire at the end? Are you going to play some more? He goes, I'm not giving you an answer. He says, I'll revisit at that point in time. He goes, but I'm planning out my contract. It's fair. So, barring any serious stupid injury or him just shitting the bed, we got banned for three more years. So, that's good. Um, he uh, His thoughts on Juju being a number one rod receiver – uh, in that interview, he said, "You know, he says Juju he goes is definitely he goes. Last year had he gave out the stats is like, you know, over a thousand yards, so many catches, and said everything. He goes, he goes. Do I expect Juju? He goes. Do I think he's ready to be number one wide receiver? Yes. He goes. Do I expect him to do everything AB did? No, because you can't do everything AB did. Um, AB he gave AB so many props. Like, look, he goes, he is a special player. It's a special receiver. He goes." He goes, he made me better as a quarterback. He goes, I think I made him better as a receiver. He goes, there's a mutual thing there. He goes, we had a lot of love. We played together nine years. You know, we got everything going on. Um, And then they did ask him about A.B. And he say, look, he goes, he goes, you know, it happened at that, you know, we're in uh, New Orleans. He goes, A.B. had a hell of a game. He goes, we lost. But A.B. had a hell of a game. He goes, we come back to Pittsburgh. He goes, stuff happened. He goes, stuff happened. because happen. we had this thing at at practice because and he left practice because i tried calling him he never answered this that other thing and he left practice and then he came to the game and coach benched him and he, you know he said and then he left he goes i never got to talk to him because i reached out i've sent he goes i've called no no answer no response because i sent text messages no no response he's like you know he goes i want to get this worked out he goes because i consider him a friend he goes we've been together nine years he goes we made each other better because he, he may be better as a quarterback, may be better as a person. He goes, mm, you know, he's a hell of a wide receiver. Nobody can replace him. So, thanks, Ab does you know, special things. I get it,
0: you know. Things that could have been brought to my attention last year. <laughs> like seriously, dude. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't want to hear Ben Roethlisberger, you know, having this like enlightenment like now about how he could have handled things differently. Like, I don't expect Antonio Brown to have any revelation ever. Cause I think he's a narcissist who does not like. Dude, I'm done with it. Maybe I, I, I hear what you're saying, but like I'm just, I'm just saying for me personally, just let it go, Ben. You know what I mean? Just just let it go, okay? Cause you're just, you're just breaking my heart all over again, like giving me false hope that like if this is different and this is different, then maybe like things can be better, you know? And like where have I heard that before? Like I'm sorry, man, but like I watch the OC, all right? Right. <laughs> Basically, Ben is just like. You know Ben
1: talked about his radio show and Antonio was... Brown is Marissa
0: Cooper is basically. Okay, what I'm so saying. Ben
1: talked about his radio show and how he was critical of A B and other players on his radio show. Alright, we get it, okay? I understand. Um you know, and maybe he shouldn't have been so critical and whatnot in public to handle that shit in the locker room. And he he also learned from that. They asked him about his is he gonna do his little radio show? He's like, you know, my agents talking about this, that he goes, We're gonna see how it's gonna go. He goes, I'd really like to do it.
0: Ben's getting into TikTok this year. He's already.
1: like he's like <laughs> Ben's getting into TikTok. I don't even know what TikTok is. <laughs> it's other the new ads. It's on, the new it's the new the Vine. Ads on, Basically it's uh, like Vine, other than the but ads it's like places like okay, as so as yeah. TikTok
0: this TikTok about go fuck yourself. You Remember TikTok. Vine, the seven second videos? No, I never got on Vine. Well, okay, you know what Vine is though, right? Mm mm. Okay, so it was like seven second video clips. You could like like do stop motion like on your phone by just like hitting the, just tapping the button. So you you could do like little like you could do. It's amazing how much of a story you can tell in seven seconds. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. So anyway, like TikTok's the new thing, and like it'd be hilarious if Ben just like canceled his arrangement with the fan and just started making like TikTok videos, I YouTube. Guess. No, no, you know what? Ben's more of a YouTube guy. Yeah, I guess. Ben, Ben's the kind of guy who will just like, just like as he's driving into practice every day, just like aim his aim his like dash cam at himself. Yeah. And just talk for like a half hour about like what's going on in the world in I, his head I, I, I could do that I, I can see it happening go for it ben, ben, ben
1: should get on YouTube dude I could do that shit you could I, do that shit I don't know that people would like subscribe to it and dude I, you have a podcast I know we have some good subscribers and some yeah.
0: that are overseas which is awesome right so you should definitely not sell yourself short man we did, a, we did a video thing last week. I know
1: we did a video thing last week. It was pretty good. We got a lot of hits on it. it yeah. Awesome. We need to do more video shit, but they don't want to see my dirty house with my cat sleeping on your lap. No, I mean. that's why you got to get in your car.
0: <laughs> you know? Go, go, go detail that shit and get your camera set up and we'll, we'll just go drive we'll just go driving out to like hickory heights and we'll like just like, yeah yeah man. that takes about a half hour depending yeah, yeah. on what yeah, time yeah. of day you leave yeah
1: bold, bold sports we'll live do a podcast in
0: the, in the car yeah we'll yeah. do a segment in the car we'll we'll do like little like short second like clip 15 second clips of us playing golf carpool sports talk <laughs> yeah. huh. we'll do we'll do a segment of driving there we'll do a segment that's just like you know tiktok videos of us sucking at golf or you being good at golf and me sucking at golf, and then and then we'll do like a little like debrief on the way home. Maybe stop at Chipotle. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> get go for
1: some beers. Got it. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay.
0: I bet you get go has a, an Italian sub where you just push a button and get one. Yeah, uh, I got gotcha. you. Italian subs on demand. That'd be awesome. Sheets if you're listening. So I mean,
1: Stewart's news come up. Uh, you know. I, Juju's looking good I mean they're all in shorts they're in, they're in pads and helmets But they're they're in shorts They got shoulder pads and helmets on That's mm-hmm. about it They're not doing any serious hitting Um It's OTAs It's, it's It is what it is they're They don't have, even have to go They're um, gonna have another mini camp Um They're gonna have a mini camp After OTAs are like 10 days gonna, And then they're gonna have like Another 3 weeks off Then they're gonna have a mini camp Then they're gonna have 3 weeks off Then they're gonna report to training camp Yeah Um you know, like you said, they only have to go. Like, Ab didn't show up for first day of OTAs. He showed up on day two. Uh, Lev Bell hasn't showed up for any OTAs yet. Uh, we've heard that story before. Um, you know, who cares? The Jets have their own issues going on. Yeah, They're, they got a GM that, that they brought in at they the let end them of last draft year. Let them draft the team, and then they fired them. <laughs> they let them draft the team, make a bunch of trades, and then they fired them.
0: Just when you thought they were like getting it together. Yeah, but nope. Apparently not. They actually like were the New York team that got booed by its own fans on draft night. But if the fans had known that the guy making all the picks was about to get fired, like maybe they would have like booed the fact that like they didn't fire him before the draft. Yeah, I I don't know. The like, Jets are all out of this I'm so I'm so. I, I,
1: I heard they're trying to move away from Le'Veon Bell, but they signed him that contract and they sold him thirty million no matter what. Yeah so what are they gonna do they gotta they gotta trade him and that contract to somebody back to the Steelers if they wanna get something but they have to eat like two thirds of it yeah I don't know that he's coming back here (laughs) doubtful dude that would be that would be dude that would be total go fuck yourself
0: to let go if if everyone in Pittsburgh could just like just pretend to like his raps (laughs) or even better like you don't have to pretend just like train your mindset to not give a fuck, if he raps or not, you know, like that's where we started to fall apart,
1: honestly. Because we didn't like Lev Bell's rap. Like
0: when when you got like I think that the Pittsburgh fan base and the media especially is not ready for like this new generation of athletes who are like on social media all the time, and they get all cranky about like tweets and shit. Like a tweet got Santonio Holmes traded, okay. For, like, nothing. And then, like, you've got, like, Le'Veon Bell, the Instagram rapper, and, like, everyone hates his Instagram raps and says so, and his feelings are hurt. And, like, just, you know... We can be smarter down the road and realize that, like, if someone who is, like, 21 years old thinks they're good at Instagram rapping, like, just, just let him go. You know, learn where the mute button is, um, and just let them go. And just, you know... Block, unfollow, whatever, you know? And that's that's really the key to happiness. Like, just ignore athletes on social media. Like, always.
1: For the most part, you're correct. Because, the, only, the only ones I follow... Cause, well, because after Ben's interview with Bob Pompiani, two hours later, AB posts, like, two-faced. And then,
0: you know, that got all blown up. There's just... Just trust me, man. Like, it's just... Social media is bad. And when when you follow things on social media that annoy you, like you should just unfollow them instead of like like trying to clap back and argue with them. Yeah. You know? And like I get so annoyed because like I, I pull out my phone today and like all the all the like local like media people I follow are like tweeting about the Steelers again because of like some dumb like you know, social media shit. And you know, I'm not. I'm not saying it, that it's not worth arguing. Like if somebody says something that's out of line, you know, it just does. It doesn't need to be broadcast to everyone. And if it is broadcast to everyone, you don't need to pretend like it affects you personally. Okay, like I am not personally upset by the fact that like certain members of the Steelers are assholes to the media, or vice versa. As
1: long as they're not assholes to me when they come into my work,
0: and they don't come into my work ever. Because I work from home, so they come into my work a lot. If, if like you know, if Bud Dupree wants to come and like hang out on the couch, feed some cats while I'm like watching a pirate game, you know, that's cool. Exactly. Speaking about
1: the pirates, so what happened? What I said needed to happen happened, and then they came back home. You did get
0: exactly what you wanted.
1: I did get exactly what I wanted. I said on their 11 game road trip, the longest road trip of the season, they needed to win a minimum of six games. I wanted seven. I got my seven.
0: I'm very impressed. Um, Not that you had anything to do with it. No, I had nothing to do with it (laughs)
1: other than me saying that they had to win a minimum of six out of 11. But I wanted seven,
0: and it started so bad.
1: It started so bad with a seventeen to two loss in St. Louis in Game One, and then they went and won the next three games in St. Louis, and then they went to the Diamondbacks and won one out of three with the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks have been giving the Pirates trouble Diamondbacks for years, us, man. Uh, and then they went to the Padres and they lost mm-hmm. the first game ridiculously, um, and then they came back and won the next three. Which was awesome. Uh, the Bucks did have the road trip seven of eleven, three or four wins. Uh, St. Louis one of three with the Diamondbacks, three of four with the Padres. Um, the pitching was on point that whole road trip. The offense did come alive. The defense didn't let up too many errors, which was quite awesome. Uh, the Pirates themselves, third in the division. Now I wrote these. Notes when well, we were going to record last night, but work jammed you up. Oh, did it ever? So, oh, did we were going to record last night, uh, Tuesday night. We're now recording Wednesday night. Uh, work jammed Matt up. So, we're like, uh, we buffered that. We were mm. like, you're like, I'm doing these games, we'll see what goes on. And you text me, he's like, So, yeah, I'm getting jammed up. Um, can we do Wednesday? Like, sure, that's why we left that extra day. And,
0: yeah. And we're coming in Memorial Day weekend. So, so we had, the extra, a lot day, going we had on. the extra day to talk about. What the pirates have been up to? Uh,
1: so the pirates came back home and lost two games to the Rockies, even with Josh Bell putting one in the river tonight. Again, um, last night's game was just kind of ridiculous, and tonight it looked good, and then it got away from them once the bullpen took took over.
0: No, that's no the the bullpen took over from the word go. Because they did the opener today, so they so they they had that Monta- Montana Durapo. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. He's the first opener in Pirates history, so there's your bit of trivia. Um, he gave up three runs in the first inning, and then Bell hit his homer, and then you know a couple other guys got on base, and you know another run came in, so it was three to two, and you th- and it took a long ass time that first inning. And you thought this might be a long, like, slugfest of a game, like, back and forth. And then Colorado came out and got, like, four more runs, and then two more runs, and then, like, another run. And it was another blowout. And that's why the Pirates have a terrible run differential. And, like, we talked about last week, the only teams that have even close to the Pirates' bad run differential are teams that are in, like, last place in their division. Like, the Pirates are the only team above 500. That like gives up so many more runs than they score because when they win, and they've won more games than they've lost, granted, but when they win, it tends to be on the road and it tends to be by like one or two runs. But when they lose, like they don't win as many home so, games as a good team should. So did you? Did and you, they lose by like a touchdown or so,
1: two. So so did you read down that far in the notes, or did you just read my mind about run differential?
0: I just read your mind. Okay. Or, no, I didn't read your mind. It's been bothering me. Okay, good. because I I like because saw like that Cardinals game at the in, start of the in, road trip. In
1: my notes right here, they're on the side of the screen. We're gonna talk about this real quick. Uh, the Pirates won themselves starting the division at the time. I said when I wrote this, it was twenty four and twenty. Yes. So now it's twenty four and twenty two, <laughs> two and a half games back. Now they're probably three because the Cubs won last night, and I don't know what they did tonight. Um, tied for the second wild card spot. That was when I wrote the notes on Tuesday morning. Uh the Bucks this season's weird 169 runs for 208 against. It's a minus 39 run differential (laughs) that they should have with that run differential. They should have an 18 and 26 record to this point. Uh the Bucks are six uh for seven in one run games. They are nine and nine at home with a minus twenty-five run differential. Uh, and if you're stats head like this is an anomaly. An 11 and 5 uh they're uh they're 15 and 11 on the road with a minus 14 run differential. The NL uh th- so in the National League the Pirates are 14th in runs, 14th in home runs. Uh average their their total average is 8th, on-base percentage is 11th, slugging percentage is 13th and the ERA is 8th and the run differential is 13th. So you didn't read all the way down the notes. No, and I didn't. We start talking about Rundown. I'm like, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> so it's been bugging you. It's been bugging it's me. Bugging they, me. They talk about <laughs> it on the games. Like Greg Brown talked about it tonight. You know, it's they they give up. They tend to lose big and win close games. Um, yeah. They they are they're above 500. They're in the wild card hunt, and when they lose, they lose bad. Like these these are all talking points that were on at&t sportsnet like i did not come up with that myself i, I didn't oh, read no. your, i didn't read down your notes uh, we we kind of just started ripping into it tonight but like yeah like that's a very good point about the pirates um i'm not like a big analytics guy like not that i don't believe in them i just like i don't know how to like calculate everything because I'm, I'm not like a math whiz Right. But I, I'm I'm told that you're able to predict like where a team will finish yeah. in terms of wins and losses based on their run di- run differential. Yes. Correct? Yes. That's and how they are. they are that, basically That's how based on
1: their run differential they should be 18 and 26.
0: They're breaking the curve basically. They they are breaking the they, curve. They they're or they're an outlier or they're not falling into like the scatter plot or whatever you want to call it, you know. The, 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 the Pirates are doing some like you know, th- they're breaking, they're breaking the curve. They're breaking they're math. Breaking the math. So they break my heart, and then they break math. So
1: okay, so I wrote these stats. Now, now they're gonna be they're nine and eleven at home, and I don't know what the run differential is because I don't know what the run what the runs were the last couple games. Um, Fifteen and eleven on the road. That's good. I was at I was at work tonight, and the Pirate game was on the TV, and they were like, "Oh yeah, the Pir- oh, Josh Powell hit that big a home run, da, da, da. This could be good." And I'm like, eh, "The Bucks are gonna be Bucks. Like, I, they should just play on the road all year." Apparently well, they can't. I know they can't. They're but... not the
0: Washington Generals, <laughs>
1: you know. <laughs> you know. Um. So, but they're sitting there with fourteenth. In runs in the NL, 14th in home runs, eighth in average, 11th in on base percentage, third, excuse me, 13th in slugging, eighth in ERA, and 13th in run differential. Um, some of those are bad numbers. Some of those are good numbers. And what those numbers show right there is a mediocre team. That's gonna be about five hundred. And with the way that the NL Central Division is, they could have a shot at a fucking wildcard game. They could. They could. They could And and again, we didn't we try not to look up stats prior to the All Star game to see what's the wild car looking right. Like. Right, but I already did because I, I, I justified
0: know. it because I have a podcast now. Right, and I did the and same I need thing, to know and that. I,
1: and, I, and that's why I looked up and and, and if this if the playoffs started today, the Pirates would have a one game. Okay, when I wrote the notes on Tuesday morning, the Pirates would have a one game playoff for a wild card spot.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> I I have no idea what what the other teams in their general vicinity were doing these past two nights. Yeah, but. If they based it on run differential, like you'd have to think they have fallen out. However, like they they still got one more game against Colorado, and then the Dodgers come to town, and the Dodgers are really good again. Yeah,
1: but they kind of seem to like almost own the Dodgers recently.
0: Maybe at home, I don't know. I didn't look at the pitching. Matches. I
1: wouldn't say I wouldn't say own them, but. Uh... There it is, Bobby Orr. There's the bo- yeah, we're watching. That was in it. color. Nice, yeah. We're wa- technicolor, yeah. We're watching ESPN, of course, as we always record, and they just showed the uh uh Bobby Orr dive. Um he didn't score the goal. Um or did he score the goal? Yeah. Yeah, he scored the goal and then dove over top uh there against the St. Louis Blues, nineteen seventy wearing, wearing a Cup helmet final. And nobody wore a helmet. There's one
0: guy know. there's one guy wearing a helmet. Yeah. Um he but, probably already had like twelve concussions and that's why he started wearing yeah. Those these are that was a man, like the old school hockey. Uh, like the Boston Garden like with there's like nothing the, the haze of smoke.
1: It. There's nothing that can
0: replace that. Yeah. Whatsoever. Um but back... I met Bobby Orr. Did I tell you that ever? No. He was he was he worked for Nabisco when when the All Star Game came to the Civic Arena in like 80, 1994. no eighty something 88. 88. So I w- I went to the skills competition. Oh yeah. And Bobby Orr was there, and he was uh, passing out Double Stuff Oreos, which were like brand new at the time. Like I had never had one before. So I got my first Double Stuff Oreo from like handed to me by Bobby Orr. And then he, there was a comic book about, like, Oreo. And it was about, like, sportsmanship and playing youth sports and learning lessons of sportsmanship. And, and he signed it. And I, when I moved, when I was, like, finally, like, oh, I own a house finally. I'm going to unpack all this shit that I've just been, like, toting around ever since my mom told me to get it out of her house. And I found, like, not one but two copies of this comic book that was signed by Bobby Orr. And so like you know, my brother was there too. So obviously, like one was his, I gave it to him, but I still have mine. And like it was really cool. Like I had no idea who he was. I just like he's like just like a, a handsome older man with cookies. And my dad's that's like, Do you know who hair? that? Was? He's like, that's Bobby Orr. I'm like, who's Bobby Orr? He's like, so he was a legendary defenseman for the Boston Bruins. I'm like, okay, cool. I like comic books and cookies, so <laughs> right. I'm not gonna complain. That's awesome. Um,
1: what came across your wire going on this week? Um, sports wise.
0: <laughs> okay. So, um, Milwaukee, Toronto is two, two.
1: Yep. That is a, they got a game tomorrow night.
0: So there's at least two more games and I guess they're going to go like, yeah, tomorrow and then a night off and then so play thir- on thir- Saturday. Thursday,
1: Saturday yeah. and then Sunday, if need be for game seven. Mm, or no, Monday games. Probably Monday. If, if need be. Monday, the Stanley Cup finals start. Yeah, not until um, Monday.
0: The um, I, I was like, at least it's not as long of a layoff as the championship. Who's play. got home ice on that? I don't I, know.
1: I don't know who has home ice on that. Uh, let me see if I pull that real quick. What a, Boston
0: what... fans probably just had a vote and decided it's done. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a vote and we decided that we're great and we deserve the home ice. I, yeah, like while while you look for that, like I Bruins like, Bruins have home ice. Okay, that's good. Um, I know I pointed out Scottish Cup final is at ten o'clock Saturday morning on ESPN Plus, featuring Celtic Football Club of Glasgow versus Heart of Midlothian Football Club from Edinburgh. Um, that's a big rivalry, actually. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to tune in for that. But Saturday's also Open Streets. Which yeah, oh, yeah. A, open is streets is awesome. Big, you go ride your
1: bike and walk and drink and do whatever eat you want.
0: Yeah, I gotta ride all the way to the East End. That's the thing. Like the closest access point for me is Highland Avenue, so it'll take me just an hour to get there. So I probably won't have. I probably won't be able to watch the Scottish Cup because if I do, by the time it's over, like, and I get to open streets, like that'll also do. So able. this
1: came across my board. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hits his first home run in Toronto. Uh, at home, 424 foot blast. Uh, it's his fourth 400 foot home run of the season. Uh, Red Sox did a final in 13 innings tonight uh, over the Blue Jays, six to five. Mm.
0: Gleyber Torres owns the oh, the uh, Baltimore Orioles. He's hit 10 home runs against them this year. Nice. Now I know baseball is a little weird sometimes like you play all your divisional games against one team like way early in the season. And it seems like the Yankees have been playing the Orioles a lot so far early in the year. But 10 home runs against one team like that's crazy. Like they he's in a he's in a class with like some like all-time sluggers. Like they they talked about it on the Pirate game tonight and they they mentioned names like Stan Musial and Hank Aaron.
1: Oh, how about this one? This is something funny. Um in Milwaukee, uh Eugenio Suarez almost gets run over exiting the dugout during his
0: sausage race in Milwaukee. <laughs> you know <laughs> that sausage thing. Okay, remember when Randall Simon did that sausage yeah. thing? Yeah. All right. So I was in uh, I was in Europe that summer, and I was not entirely plugged in. I had internet access, but I, I didn't know like every day day to day event involving the Pirates that year. I went to Amsterdam for the weekend, and like. And you lost three days in Amsterdam. No, no, I, I didn't. They weren't lost. Okay. They were a lot of fun. They were spent at coffee shop. <laughs> You're only in the coffee shop long enough to like get what you need, and then the re- you spend the rest of the time just like walking around parks and art museums and aimlessly, aimlessly. Like, wow, that's really awesome. but but aimlessly, but at the same time, like with an extremely like sharp focus. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain. But anyway, before all the crazy shit started, probably the most surreal, no seriously, like literally the most surreal moment of my trip was when I check into my hotel, and I turn on the TV, and it's set to like BBC, like English language, and they're doing like the sports rundown, and before like the picture even warms up, the announcer's like, in the American sport of baseball, for some reason the Milwaukee franchise has sausages racing. And, like, as the picture, like, comes on, I this guy's just saying, and, like, this player for the Pittsburgh team comes out and hits the woman with a bat. <laughs> and I'm just like... What? What? I'm in Amsterdam, but, like, I've only been to the airport and, like, the train station in my hotel. I haven't been anywhere fun yet. Like, I, sh- I shouldn't be having hallucinations about Randall Simon, like, assaulting a woman in a bratwurst costume. And yet here we are.
1: So... I used to follow NASCAR a lot and whatnot, and I've fallen off of that in the last 10 years. Mm. Um, (laughs) I watched, like, Daytona, and I watched, like, Talladega and whatnot. Um, I waited on a couple NASCAR drivers over the years. Um, But this came across three-time cup champion Tony Stewart uh, and car owner Joe Gibbs, also the same Joe Gibbs that coached the Washington Redskins at three Super Bowls. I've heard of him. um, Got into NASCAR. You know, they're elected... To the uh, Hall of Fame class in 2020, which awesome. is awesome. Um, that's a bad thing to talk about right there. Somebody going away for a long time. Uh, um, let's see. Ju- yeah, Jawan Howard. We talked about Jawan Howard going in. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster uh, likes what he sees at OTAs. Says everyone is on the same page after the offseason uh, of change. It's good to see there. We like that. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Here you go. Uh, the MLB draft is getting turned upside down. Uh, 19-year-old uh, Carter Stewart's decision to sign in Japan uh, could have enormous implications on baseball. A lot of these guys are getting drafted in MLB, and then the Japanese teams are coming in and saying, hey, we'll give you $8 million right now. Come play with us
0: for the next four years. And you can, like, live in Tokyo instead of... Cleveland? 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 <laughs> Dude. I'm, I, I, oh, okay. I was trying to pick, like, a minor league, like, podunkey town to, like, slander. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, like... Huntsville, Alabama. Huntsville, Alabama. Hickory, North Carolina. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing against Hickory. I've been to Hickory. It's I've nice. been to Hickory. It's a good town. But, like, I guess if if you're going to be a minor league ball player and have no money and, like, have to live off of, like, bread and pasta... You know, like, you're not missing out on the nightlife in Hickory. Because you can't afford nightlife anyway. So maybe it's not a bad place to go, but hell yeah, man. Like, take that money. Go go live in Japan, dude. I You know what? I was just watching, um... Fuck, what they, they had one of the Fast and Furious movies on at Slapshots, like, the last, like, 15 minutes. And, like, yeah, dude, go to Tokyo. Absolutely, man. Before you're too old and you have, like, you know, a homestead and three cats.
1: Um... Koji uh, Yahara, uh, here of the, of the Red Sox 2013 World Series run, calls it quits with the Giants, uh, the uh, Yomoki Giants in Japan. Yomiuri p- Giants? Yeah, he also pitched for the Cubs and the Rangers in uh, in the MLB. Uh, but no, he was, uh, when he was with the Red Sox and then 2013 series, ridiculous. He was good. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, He's got that going on. Um, Let's see. Oh, Tigers fan uh, buys Marlins curse Granderson a bag of popcorn after he gets a single. Because he's like, yeah, he's not going to get a hit off of us. And he's like, I'll buy him a bag of popcorn if he gets a hit off of us. So he bought him a bag of popcorn. But he said
0: this to, like, his friends?
1: He he, said on, like, Twitter and shit. On Twitter?
0: yeah. So, wait, so, like, he's at the game? Yeah. And tweeting, like, if Granderson gets a hit, I'll buy him popcorn? Yeah. So, Granderson didn't, obviously, like, wasn't, like, checking this guy's Twitter. So, he must have been really surprised? Oh, I'm sure
1: he tagged him on the Twitter shit, but whatever. But, like,
0: you could tag, like, somebody while they're playing the game. They're not allowed to be on their phones during the game.
1: I think they tagged him before the series. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, because he, Cause made, you know, a bet. I he have...
1: made a bet with him, and Granderson was, like, my, my company's My
0: company seats are, like, close enough that I could do that. You know,
1: <laughs> but I—you'd I, have
0: to have the popcorn. Like, that's the thing. Like, if he doesn't get a hit till the ninth inning, then like that popcorn could have been bought in so, like, the so first the, inning, and so then the it's kind of stale.
1: So the kid we just talked about, quick, quickly, uh, Carter Stewart—he uh, signed s- six years, seven million in Japan.
0: Yeah, that's that's fine. I'll take that. I, I I could live on a million dollars a year in Japan. Uh <laughs> yeah. well,
1: Japan's expensive, but A million
0: dollars a year, Steve. Yeah, I know. Come on, man. I know. It's yeah. not that expensive. I yeah, I, I get it. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're I could live like I'm living now. We're like with a million dollars We're in, like a in month Japan. and five
1: days away from Bobby Bonilla Day.
0: Oh man. I mean Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, come on.
0: That's that's a holiday for for
1: uh, all of us who ever dreamed. How about Nadalik and Sue going to the Buccaneers one year deal? How's that? How's that sit in your belly? After I mean, he, after he's he just went a guy. This, after you went to the Super Bowl last year uh, with the Rams, I yeah, think the Rams out of the kicked. NFC. Yeah, but I think <laughs> the Rams out of the NFC have probably one of the best shots coming out of the NFC. The they're, they're reigning NFC champions, and Nadalik and Sue didn't do anything stupid there. He didn't do anything stupid there, which is the know.
0: best part. But he's gonna go to the Bucks. and go back to Florida. Uh, maybe really? he likes Florida better. L. A. is not for everybody. No, it's not. They got the beach, but like it takes like just as long to get to the beach in L. A. as it does to drive from like Orlando to either Daytona. coast. You know. Yeah. Like, pick a pick a co- sit, start Bro, the Start in of Tampa, Florida. He's right on the beach. You, you, you there, make but... a left or a right. You're at the beach probably like in the time it takes you to like. You know, get on the four hundred one,
1: uh, and then we have uh, one of our our dreadful, dreadful opponents. Go ahead and sign uh, Julian Edelman two year contract, uh, nineteen million, uh, up to nineteen million in new money, and eight million in signing bonus uh, with the Patriots. Um, that little fucker. <laughs>
0: You know so what? You know when what? you said one of our, I almost when you said he signed with one of our dreadful opponents, I almost thought like you were throwing me a curveball and that yeah. he like joined the Ravens. No, so he's um, back with the Patriots. Okay. He's back with the Patriots. Yeah,
1: and, and here is what sucks is Julian Edelman. It's actually a really cool dude. I've never met him, but I've seen a lot of stuff on him. He likes skateboards, mm-hmm. like all through Boston. He hangs out, like, he's, he's got, like, the baggy jeans on, and, you know, tank top,
0: skateboarding through Boston, Did drinking he's, beers. He stole Matt him. Harvey's girlfriend. Do you remember that? Yeah. Remember bro. when Matt Harvey, like, he, like, missed a start because he, like, went on, like, a bender, and, like, the story, <laughs> the story was that, like, he saw Julian Edelman out with his girlfriend, who, like, Julian Edelman had already, like, been with, and then, like, Basically, it was like a sloppy seconds type scenario. And then Matt Harvey got like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not like making fun of the Mets too much, but like, I kind of am. I mean, he's supposed to, I'm sorry, like the Dark Knight. I'm sorry. Like, when did Batman ever like, you know, like let the Joker just like do whatever he wanted to because he was sad about his girlfriend dumping him? Like, that's not Batman. Batman is never going to do that. They even switched Batman's girlfriend from like Maggie Gyllenhaal to Katie Holmes, and he didn't even like bat an eyelash, so to speak.
1: (laughs) I would take Maggie Gyllenhaal over top of Katie Holmes any day.
0: Uh, Depends. There's a lot to do. That is not like uh, we don't have time to like sort through all that. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, we don't. You know, I have the same birthday as as Siri Cruz. Nice. To the extent that the Church of Scientology will allow us to admit that she exists, uh, I have. You to can't say, top that, can you? No, Come on. <laughs> I can't.
1: My same birthday is George Washington.
0: George Washington, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, he did, he did some I share a birthday. Things. I share a birthday. George Washington, my son's aunt, and a former coworker of mine share the same birthday. Um, and that's all I know off the top of my head. I'm sure I've been told other people have the same birthday I do. But. I have
0: I have Scott Hartnell, oh, Conan O'Brien, uh, James Woods. James Woods? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. Also, events that happened on my birthday. The Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. And Mike Schmidt's 500th Home Run. Events that
1: happened on my birthday... The 1980 Miracle on Ice, nice, and the Women's USA beat Canada uh, in
0: the last Olympics. Nice uh, for big events. So you're like a hockey a hockey baby. My, I guess. my only like I said my only tie to hockey is Scott Scott Hartnell's birthday. Yeah, and he's a dick. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> that's just because we're Pittsburgh people. We're like yeah, fuck he, you, went, Scott he went Hartnell. He like he left uh, Philly and went to Columbus and then and he, Columbus he, he, started acting like Philly. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, it's like let's just go bruise people up. This fuggers. this cute expansion team isn't cute anymore. Thanks a lot, jerk. <laughs>
1: All right, folks, I think it's about time we get out of here. I know. Um, I, I got And then I know Mask <laughs> got get out of here. He's got a Dormont ride to take care of. Mm-hmm. Um, you better turn that fucking Lyft app on and charge them motherfuckers uh but anyway you know, if i turn it on
0: then like i'll have to go pick up some stranger <laughs> and then and then if i cancel it it'll hurt my rating so yeah not worth it
1: <laughs> understand that <laughs> uh all right folks thank you very much this was episode 83 of bold sports the Lips Ellipse. episode uh we'll be back next week with episode 84 and we'll figure that one out um
0: there's got to be someone. There's got to be, be someone. There's got to be someone. It was a great day Besides the one you're all thinking of.
1: In Pittsburgh or in the NFL at some point. But thank you very much. Go ahead and check out boldpittsburgh.com uh, for all the fun uh, events that we have going on in and around the city, as well as Silver Charm Media Studios in Beachview that have several other great podcasts other than uh, ours that they host with Fishing Without Bait. Don't forget about Awesome Cast as well as Russell Mayhem. Uh, We'll be back next week with a great episode for you folks as well. Thanks a lot. Hey, Ian, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend with the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTC on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag boldsports, bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook, or BoldPGH.com